Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. White Riot deals with events over 40 years ago, but it often sounds depressingly contemporary. Britain in 1967 had been called the Summer of Love. Britain 1976 had become the Winter of Discontent. There were strikes and angry protests in the streets. There was terrorism. There was the hideous National Front. And suddenly there was punk. I was asked, would he come down and photograph the punk night? Suddenly, the clash come on and bang! There was this incredible cultural explosion going on. In the States, they preferred to call it punk rock, but in London, it was just punk, and it came in several flavours. There was pure anarchy led by the Sex Pistols. There was social justice championed by the clash. And there was something else. It was a scary moment because punk could have gone either way. Some of the bands did have NF following. The National Front were growing incredibly. Keep our country free from invasion! They're not English! They don't belong here! Punk had a huge following amongst the National Front kids, and the people who'd originally discovered the punk bands, fiercely anti-racist and left-wing, thought there was an opportunity here. Show these disaffected kids a better way through music. We said what we need to do is do a, a gig, thing called Rock Against Racism. We're against racism in all facets of British life. We want rebel music, street music, music that breaks down people's fear of one another, music that knows who the real enemy is. Love music, hate racism. All a little naive, especially in 1976. You have to remember who was leading the right-wing attitudes in Britain. Enoch Powell was a very high-profile conservative politician when he started shaking his fist at immigrants. And he was joined by other more distressing figures, among them David Bowie and Eric Clapton. During a drunken rant between songs, Clapton expressed his support for the controversial political figure Enoch Powell who in the late 1960s had risen to prominence with an inflammatory speech against the Labour government's Race Relations Act. So, fighting rock superstars with punk yobbos came an outfit called Rock Against Racism, whose leaders tell their story in White Riot. Red Saunders was a freelance photographer for the NME, Roger Huddle was a typesetter, and their office manager was someone who simply went by Irate Kate. The energy and the potential of it was what pulled all these people on board. People in the room were artists and writers and political activists. It was immediate. I thought, this is a gang I'd like to join. 
Between them, Rock Against Racism set up concerts offering a blend of white and black bands and put out a giveaway news sheet called Temporary Hoarding. The concerts backed the activism, the activism publicised the concerts and suddenly a lot of people began to realise just how dangerous the National Front was. At that time there was a massive amount of police picking up black youth. I met this man, Red Saunders, he was like, we've got to get together, we've got to build something. Originally treated as a sort of joke mini-Nazi party with as much credibility as Screaming Lord Such's monster-raving loony party, the front became scarily omnipresent. And every time there was an NF march, there was another riot. Rock Against Racism was white people finally waking up to the fact that there's racism here. The thing to do is get involved in outside organisations with white people, with black people. The only way we can do it is together. Focusing the mind was the fact that there was an election on its way as the exhausted Labour government went to the polls and there were fears the National Front might even get into Parliament. It was a challenge to the Rock Against Racism crowd, who by now included The Clash, of course, but also X-Ray Specs, Pauline Black and the always welcome Tom Robinson. We were interested in the idea of people being able to express themselves and that the expression itself was a political act. Black, white, together, tonight and forever. White Riot reminds us that for black artists it was more than just being able to play where and when they wanted to. They were constantly in danger from National Front skinheads with very little help from the police whose behaviour at the time came under increasingly critical scrutiny. Rumours circulated throughout the area. Some said it was started by the police attempting to arrest a pickpocket. Others said the police had tried to break up a fight amongst some youths. And another rumour, so far unproved, said the police had raided the Mangrove, a local West Indian cafe. White Riot comes to a head with Rock Against Racism's Finest Afternoon, a march from the centre of London to Victoria Park and one of the biggest concerts of the year. The establishment was sceptical. Who do these punks think they are? We're going to march from Trafalgar Square to Vicky Park, get a stage, build it. Got to have the clutch, absolutely great energy punk band. The police were ridiculing us, saying nobody's going to come to this march. The numbers just kept coming. But the end result was a triumph, albeit a temporary one. It was hailed as a victory for people power when, subsequently, the National Front was trounced in the polls. In this society, we're made to feel powerless and useless and that the great and the good should do our thinking for us. And one of the wonderful things that we did in Raw was to say, no, just ordinary people, we can do things, we can change the world. But sadly, so were a lot of other people. Margaret Thatcher won that election and power shifted from the idiot right wing of the National Front skinheads to the rather more insidious right wing of the neoliberals. Forty years later, these battles are still going on. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. 
I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.